Hello, good people, and welcome to the Brunswick Beer Collective. This is episode three of our fresh season. Uh, I am Chris Shorten. With me is Jeffrey Chi. Uh, g'day. With me is Paul Christoph. Good evening. And, and I was trying to not be specific about the time of the day, so it's always one of us is. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, 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 I kind of had that. I kind of had that as well. It was like because I listened. I listened back to um, last week's episode, and it was like, oh, we we mentioned times of day, and it's like, oh, that's really annoying. We shouldn't do that. And then here we go again. Yeah, we haven't mentioned it's, the day. It's usually no. me, though. Usually I am the one mentioning the time of day. So I'm going to make a conscious effort on this one occasion. <laughs> That's right. How the tables have turned. So we are... The, so we're talking fresh, but we're talking just like, you know, little things that, you know, old haunts, whatever that we can find. So I, I wanted to start with like a nice little thing that I had. Um, so my local... Um, since I moved away from like basically being just like ten minutes walk from the alehouse, uh, my local is now um, Miss Moses on Sydney Road, and Miss Moses is um, you know it used to be the old brew cult bar, and it was it's a really cool place. Um, so I walk in there, I'm quite wrecked on like a Friday night, um, and it's like right, I just want I just feel like a feel like I'll find a quiet corner, I'll um, a sip of beer, I'll play on my phone or something, um, and I walk in there. And I can see in the distance there's um, uh, someone who looks familiar. And as I get closer, it's just Tommy Delmont um, uh, standing there. Tommy Delmont from Fixation. And then, then, I, then I start to look around and I see Maggie from Co-Conspirators. And I see, um, um, uh, uh, like, and then I keep on looking around and it's like, oh. So there was, it turned out there was a tap takeover for uh, Fixation and Modus. Um, and the Modus was there, was there as well. And they, it was to do with the, and I didn't know they did this, but they have this thing where every year for like the past five years or so, they've done like twin beers where they've both brewed the same beers, which is like um, uh, for Mo, uh, uh, Modus, it was the East Coast Kvek, Kvik IPA. Yep. And then the um, uh, fixation is the East Coast uh, 2019. And they're both like, you know, I think they use slightly different hops, something like that. But it was sort of like, they were the happiest people in the entire universe. It's like, oh, Chris, try this one, try this one, try this one. And it was like, they were really good. I mean, they really did a really good job. I mean, the sad part about all that was that, um, you know, I'd gone through all of that. And then it was like, in, in my mind, I felt like uh, all, those, all those things was like, I really just want to have a, like a pint of former tenants. I can see it right there. But all right, I'll try all out. Exactly, I'll try all the things that I um, haven't had before. You have to Fine. try all the things. Exactly, that is the number one rule. Uh, so that was. Uh, I feel like that's one of those. That's one of those nice little things where it's like, uh, you, uh, you, I didn't really expect I'd be able to replace the alehouse, but then when I walk in, it's like, oh, you guys have a giant tap takeover. That's awesome, and even to the point where, like, uh, I think before. Um, uh, like a couple of months ago, I remember walking in there and it turned out it was a Bodriggy tap takeover. And so that I uh, walk in there and there's Pete from Pete from Bodriggy. He's like, ah, oh, hi, what are you doing here? And it's like, this is my local. Oh, good, have a beer. And it was like, this is, uh, I th- I'm really impressed with how much they've reworked their, like they've built themselves into the craft beer community. Um, yeah, I've only been to Miss Moses, I reckon... A couple of times or something mm. like that. Yeah, like I would have been, yeah, would have been the brew cult bar like once, mm. and then I reckon I've been yeah, to I think everyone went to the brew yeah. cult bar once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it wasn't open for that long. Yeah. Uh, and um, then, and then, yeah, no, I hi, Hendo. Uh, hi, Hendo. I, I was going to say, and from memory, when um, 
uh, that one uh, one time that you went to the brew cup, but it was probably the same time we all went there. And was I that expect when, so. When we were drunk up uh, drunk upstairs recording yes. a podcast episode. Yes, that'd be it. Yeah. After we'd been at something else. Because we were drinking KBS. And then you guys yes. had to go off to something else and left me with... A thousand KBS. Yes. Unfinished KBS. And I was just upstairs watching American Bar 2 with like three <laughs> pots of KBS. That was that. That was a good <laughs> afternoon. It happened. When I came home, it was like, hey, hey. Anyway, although I did see someone on, uh, for, on like one of the threads... Um, had found in the back of their cupboard like an old um, old Brewcult beer and it was like oh, I remember Brewcult oh. oh so this is interesting so the last time I went to Miss Moses uh, so we were at Cohen Cellars this is in February 2019 Cohen Cellars for uh, not very long like 30 minutes weird maybe must have just gone there to get beer you were there for my you were there for my birthday no you weren't you weren't there no. My birthday mm. drinks, yes. That's the last time no, I no, no. a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, so we then then we are drinking, we must have been um, recording doing the... That is... The, that's the Belgian beer, one of the Belgian beer episodes. Yes. Then we are at Miss Moses and we are... I remember this day. Oh, yes. And we're doing stuff. Edinburgh Castle and then we went to Edinburgh Castle. Then we, yes. Yeah, then we got, then we got Beatbox in Edinburgh Castle. Yes. And then, and then we went to, we went to um, Not So Special Guest Ben's house and just sort of took a selfie ourselves outside his front door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that, yes, that was, that was the day we recorded like four episodes in a row. Yes, well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We were at my house from 1.30 until 7 o'clock. So that, that's great to see. Oh, this is so useful. Google timeline. Google timeline is amazing. It's the best. I don't need to remember anything anymore. Um, so that if, if you get nothing else from this episode, people, it's that um, uh, your drunken adventures are Can always recorded. be fresh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> so, so that was my trip to Miss Moses. Um, uh, what else has people been up to? What else have we been up to? So um, there's Brownlow night at the Ale House where I tried some of their collaboration beers. So... Shane, who works at our house, is that a daughter? And um, hi, Shane. So the beers were all sort of Shane put them on. I believe they were called Rose because his daughter's called Rose, I believe. Yep. So the red beers. I thought it was oh, Ruby. Ruby, sorry, yeah. Ruby. Yes. <laughs> so Rose is a good name as well. Yeah. T- top, top name, top name. Ruby Rose. Yes, she, she's she's <laughs> the what is it? Not wrestler. No. No. What's she? she? She's, well, she's, some, an act, yeah, she's an actress. She's in some movie. Some new movie. She's in. I know she's in John Wick. No, John Wick Two. Sorry. Yeah. But she never she's says. Orange is the new black. Okay. I don't know why I thought, why I thought she was a wrestler. Maybe yeah. she wants to take up wrestling. Maybe she does. Why yeah. not? Fair enough. She does now. Um, but yes. So Ruby. Mm-hmm. So they're all um, half-ish. The taps were red beers. So it was like Molly Rose Sour, there was a red ale, mm. like they didn't have to be red ales, they just had to have something red Reddish. related to the theme, whether it be mm. a fruit that was used or the colour of the beer and wearing a red hat, that sort of stuff. Yeah, there was some um Yeah, and they were all sort of one off beers for mm. for the um for the events. So that was very very interesting, just to try some try some different stuff. Very nice. Uh, and it's good. To, it's kind of good to see. Um, uh, I feel like Molly Rose have come into the city, and they've just sort of like uh, they've come in with a real bang now that the brewery's open. Um, yeah, they seem to have stuff everywhere. Yeah, I'm not that South Australian brewery that's coming with a little bang. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <Boom-boom-tsh. laughs> 
had to be said. It no. didn't. <laughs> no, it definitely didn't. <laughs> Jeff, what have you been up to? Um, I'm sort of revisiting places I haven't been to for a while, actually. So, like, on um, on Friday night, I went to the Penny Blue in the city, mm-hmm. so just behind the GPO on driver lane. That's really cool, actually. Like, it's, 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 it's probably, I reckon, like, my favourite craft beer place in the CBD, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, like... Even better than White Hart. I, in terms of beer Ooh. selection, I think yeah. it is. I think I think it's I think it's better yeah. than White Hart in terms of beer right. selection. Like you know, and also it's much better than White Hart in winter. Yes, which it basically still is. Winter, so, yes. God, yeah. White Hart is so much work in winter. Yeah, White Hart's a real yeah. like you know it's it's a real polarizing thing. Winter's mm. so like I like I love it, but I also really don't like being cold. So <laughs> I yeah. Whereas Penny Penny Blues inside, it's really warm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, they have amazing bottle selection. I reckon yeah. yeah. So their, their tap selection is not long, but it's generally there's, there's a few really interesting things. But their bottle selection, I reckon, is better than than some their of bottle the bottles. selection. Yeah. Very good, yeah, yeah. So um, and like the guys, they're just amazing. Like one of the guys is a Packers supporter, and so I like watched a bit of the um whatever game was on the afternoon, and we were chatting about that. And yeah, no, so it was it, it it it's great. Like Penny Blue, and then um, and knowing that doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> the one anymore. who our entire rant about him was cut off the uh, yeah that's right had to cut out that's no no right. no that wasn't about the penny blue that was about um, no, was that the penny blue yeah we, we recorded at the penny yeah, blue because because yeah. you had uh, Paul you had some sort of like um, yes. it was a forest yes 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 yes, yes, yes. that's right yeah. that did, guy did Woody's bar ever reopen again I don't know I haven't been to Forrester's for that long. It's oh. still open. It's meant to have shut by now, I thought, but it's still it's still alive. <laughs> yeah. It's like the thing that will never die. So yeah. I, th- I think that this stairs bar was meant to open, but like it wasn't Woody's anymore. Yeah, it was like just sad. Mm. Yeah, and then um, on Saturday, I had friends' birthday drinks at the tramway. So the tramway was nice. it's one that would be one of like the kind of for me one of the OG sort of craft beer mm-hmm. pubs in Melbourne. Probably one like in the when I was first getting craft beer and going to places like you know the Great Northern and stuff like the tramway would have been a fairly regular. Mm-hmm. Spot to go to, you know, good food, decent tap selection. Yeah, yeah I've it, never been. it was on the first Athlon. Oh. It was on the first Athlon. It was correct. Where is it? I've never been. Oh, it's, it's Fitzroy North. So. It's on yeah Ray Street, right near the Edinburgh Gardens. Mm. Okay, I must have walked past it's a, it. It's an awesome little pub. Um, um, yeah, so that was yeah. So again, just like just had you know they had the Bodriggy Peach Sour, they had the Highgrove Hill Stout, they had nice. all sorts of cool things. So yeah, that's pretty happy with that. Well, well, I used uh, I remember because I used to live down the road from there, and that um uh, that was like they that was the only place I really saw. What was it? Two Brothers Grizz. Ah, uh, yep, yep, yep. And so you'd just walk in and it's like that's a bit different. So you'd get that, and then they just you know um, then you just slowly branch out from there. Although talking about um. The Bodrigi Sours. So, uh, um, uh, Paul and I were at um, Redwood um, uh, the other night. Um, and Redwood uh, have, I think they must be the distributor for um, Bodrigi. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they had, they had um, what was it, Paul? They had like the, the almond. Uh, the almond, the new space milk. Yeah. Um, that was and, really good. And they also had space milk too, which was, um, yeah, it would the, help if I had actually Cosmic microwave? No, no, no. They had Cosm- Cosmic microwave though. No, they didn't. I'm sure they did. Okay, I don't think they did. Um, but they did have the other space milk, which I cannot remember the name. No. Um, okay. But uh, I feel like Bodrigi, sorry, um, Bodrigi are really doing really good things, but Redwood in particular, they've got that really cool fridge, uh, fridge where it's like they've not only got some really interesting stuff on tap, but you go, uh, you go out the back and it's sort of like, oh, well, that'd be nice, and that'd be nice, and that'd be nice. 
yeah, I sort of looked at the tap and I got, I feel like I gotta get something off tap. And um, oh, it was a black IPA, I believe, from Grifter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you really don't see Grifter's beers down here at all. So, no, you well, don't. And I like the beers, I like the venue really a lot. So, yeah, definitely had to get that. And then, yeah, you look at the fridge and it's like, oh, so I went for the, the newest spice milk. I hadn't tried it yet, I was overseas when it launched. But um, yeah, it's like there's a lot in that fridge. It's a it's a tiny fridge. It's a you know very much a single sort of regular house kitchen sized fridge. But it, it what it's what it's packed with is impressive. Yeah. But, and and then it always seems like they're kind of showing off their might because they've got like the wall lined up of just like you know slabs of all the people they distribute. So you look over and say, oh, there's a slab of co-conspirators, or there's a slab of um Bodri, or there's a slab of something else. It's sort of like. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I feel like they're kind of letting you know, uh, let, letting you know who's boss on this one. Yeah, but but then they've also got the stack of you know like five dollar beers and things like that. Um, all in all, or four dollar beers, I should say. Yeah, you can get some real good bargains, but, near or just mm, past mm, best before, mm. which they still taste great. Yeah, but I, I feel like um, um, the the thing that you always we always have to mention when we talk about Redwood is the fact that they do the impossible trivia thing. Yes, uh, is that like monthly or I think it's uh, every every, yeah, yeah, every second week. So okay. we were there, and impossible trivia yeah. was on, but we had other plans, mm. so could not do the impossible trivia. Of course, we would, we would have we would have smashed it if we were. Of there. course, yeah, yeah. I mean, we would have we would have been. Well, the one time we did it, we did win. Exactly. Did we? Yeah. I don't know. I drank a lot at that point. Um, and it's worth going back to. Yes, yeah, cool bar. So, yeah, it's, God, there's a lot. I, I feel like, yeah, there's a lot on in this city. But I think we need some beers. Good idea. And we are back. And we're on to our first beer. And I've never heard of this brewery, bef- brewery before. Um, this is, uh, look, Paul, do you want to talk about it? You brought it in or? I can talk about it. Yeah, I'm the can. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so it's a beer, it's a brewery called Boston Brewing Company. Um, but it's not from, like, not Boston in the States. It's Boston, is it Boston WA? Or is Boston, it from Denmark WA. Ah. Not okay. Denmark in Europe. Denmark in Denmark. Right. Denmark and Denmark, definitely. Yeah, Boston, Denmark, but none of the things you think. <laughs> My head hurts already. Um, it's a collaboration with uh, Bar Pop, uh, whoever that is, and it is the Old Tech, which is a blackberry peppercorn Kolsch. Um, and Paul, I assume you bought this because it was the most obscure thing you could find? Yeah, I did the old look at the fridge and... Yeah. Um, yeah, what looks like something mm. that I haven't tried that's uh, one-off or interesting, and yeah, that was one of them. Well, I feel I feel like the challenge is to um, almost that this is someone's real attempt to make something that uh, make a colch that um, we'd actually want to buy. Yeah, I mean, because because uh, that was the whole thing with like what was it four, uh, four pines colch, um, and then I think I think that um, they changed it to four pines draft because nobody yeah. wanted to buy a colch. Right. Yeah. And part of the more nobody knew what a colch. Well, yeah. The target market mm. didn't know what a culture was. Uh, which is interesting. Um, but, all right, um, like, first impressions, people. Really nice flavours. You can definitely taste the black berry and peppercorn. Mm. Mm. But a part of me is wishing this was a blackberry peppercorn sour. 
Or Gozer. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, that would work. That'd be better. Yeah. But this is this is yeah this but is it's, yeah it's quite pleasant. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm liking, yeah, the pepper one's quite, quite nice, actually. I'm quite liking that. It's pretty, it makes it sort of just feel... I'm surprised that... Fresher. It comes, like it does it really come through. Mm. Mm. It's, an, it's an odd sort of... I mean, it's, it's nice. It's just... It's not really expected. I mean, you do expect it to be a sour. Um, given the flavour combination. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, I mean, it would work... I think it would work really well as, like, a Gozer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um... Mm. Yeah. I mean, almost like no carbonation whatsoever. Yeah, there was very little in the way of head. Yeah. Interesting. But um, it it it, do, it does make you wonder though. I mean, whoever Bar Pop is, it, what what was going through their mind that they said, "Righty, this has to be a blackberry peppercorn Kolsch." It's a pretty obscure sort of um, um, style. Yeah, it's interesting. And I mean, maybe Boston Brew Co- Brewing Company don't do sours because I would have thought mm. that any craft brewer hearing that would have automatically leaned mm. toward, like, the number of times we have pitched flavour ideas and gone, like, hey, we should do, like, you know. <laughs> no. Uh, they have the afterglows, which I have had, is theirs. That's a sour. Okay. Yeah. After, after, after yeah. glows it was a good a theory, raspberry, yeah. raspberry goza. It's like it's like ah, oh, I would like to do a tonkatsu sour. It's like no, that would be a terrible sour beer. In fact, that would just be a terrible beer. Don't do that. I've had, it, I've had it three times. I see, I appear to have this beer once a year. <laughs> um, but Jeff, back to your point, I I don't think we're ever going to get the tonka, the fabled tonkatsu sour. I I doubt it. No. I doubt it. Uh, such a good beer though. Brown ale has to be brown ale. Maybe it would just be something that goes with a tonkatsu, um, like sandwich or something. They do a red IPA as well, Chris. Hmm? Yeah, they do all the styles. What? They did a peach sour. So why? Ah, uh, uh, um, if anyone from Boston Brewing Co is um, listening, please let us know um, what the inspiration was for this. In the meantime, could someone tell me what's actually uh, what's on the? Um, if there's a description for it, um, probably going to be more off the can because the uh, <coughs> untapped description says blackberry and peppercorn Kolsch, which we we already know that. Oh, that's that's very valuable. Yeah. Thank you, untapped. And uh, the can just says crushable blackberry fruit flavors with added spice to aromatics from pink peppercorns. What I'm interested in is what can was this beer meant to be. Oh yes, I saw the label. So the old tech is uh, stuck on, which some people have whinge about. I think that's, I mean, you know, if you've got excess cans, yeah, don't buy new ones. Yeah. Definitely stick a new label on it. Don't yeah. waste the cans. But now I'm curious as to what this can was. Well, it's supposed to be. Will it be like that, will it be like that beer farm it thing? Is there a it doesn't rip story? off like the uh, beer farm. It rips off quite easily, though. <laughs> oh, nothing. No, oh, no. That's just... Oh, they just have a... Uh, un... Unbranded, nothing. So they have just generic cans, are they? Just yeah. generic cans with no, with their logo and a story about the beer. It's interesting. But yeah. About the brewery or about the beer? About the brewery. Okay. So there's no beer. It's just a can with the brewery's logo and a story about the brewery, right. and like gives you a refundable thing. I wonder if they. There's no. What? That's a bit odd. You would have thought you'd do that if you like made one a lot of shit ton of one beer. Yeah. And mm. you'd have that as your stock can and then mm. you would label on top of that can for like other beers that you do. This makes very you little could, you sense. You could never sell this. <laughs> no. no. 
Unless it's like at your brewery and you just tell people, oh, this is that beer yeah. to your regulars or something. But Or maybe, I don't know, you sell them in cases and the case has the... Mm. Maybe. It's, it's weird. Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Another question for you. <laughs> Anyone from Boston Brewing is, in, is uh, listening. I'm sure. Any questions? Any questions? Yeah. There no must answers. be. There's clearly a good reason behind it. Or it could just be like something that someone stuffed something up. Mm. And accidentally mm. ordered them and forgot to put the name of the beer or something. Mm. Could be. That, that mm. kind of thing happens. Could happen. <laughs> um, what are people saying about this? Uh, what are people saying? Let us see. Uh, you think I'd be ready for this by now? Mm. Um, so, <clears throat> BMK at BMK's 40th birthday bottle share. Um, except this is a can, but whatever. <laughs> Lager, but not as we know it. The very, very subtle berry and pepper elements lift this, lift this above the average. 3.25 out of 5. Um, Aiden at X-Bar. If I knew that would be so nice, I would have got more than one can. 4.5. Uh, Sheldon C. The best culture I've had because you can barely taste the culture. The blackberry and peppercorn really take over. Nice. 3.75 out of 5. That definitely knocks on a similar door to us, so... Yeah. Um, Tim Y. Juicy blackberry with a kick of black pepper. Really delicious combination. 3.75. Sean E. At Kappa's Dungeon of Zestiness. (coughs) Really different. (laughs) Big aroma of peppercorn, but subtle taste. Not bad. (laughs) 3.75. Kappa's Dungeon. Yeah, well, I guess if you can be in a dungeon, you may as well have a beer. Well, yeah. Seems one of the only people that doesn't like it is uh, my mate Tony. He had it at the mechanics and says, I think you stuffed it, 2.75. Wow. Um, wait, wait, is it your actual mate Tony or was it just like... No, no, my actual mate Tony. Okay. Yeah, uh, Simon Shook S. It's his name. Mm. Don't ask. Absolutely amazing. Like that it's a colch as the blackberries add tartness. Think a Berliner Weiss would have been too much. So I guess he's arguing mm. the counterpoint that this shouldn't have been a sour. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Marco, it <laughs> uh, doesn't quite taste as refreshing as last week and way down in the CO2. Gave it 3.5. I think you were saying it's definitely mm. um, mm. It's, uh, it's definitely not as carbonated as it should be. And it's fresh, so... It is fresh, yeah. Um, David A at Pub on Pembring. Kolsch isn't my go-to, but this one has sweet slash tart berry notes plus a dash of spice, and at 5.5% would be refreshing slash crushable poolside, 3.75 out of 5. Mm. I do like the de- that definition of refreshing slash crushable poolside. Mm. Mm. It's a ver- I feel like it's a very WA um, statement, just because we don't have that many poolsides. So. No. Uh, ben C at Perth Craft Beer Fest 2019. So sweet. It's... Like pre-pop, totally country, Taylor Swift, 3.5. And Melissa C has commented, love Tay-Tay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, um, give me one more, people. Or two more if you've got two more yeah. lined up. Cormac P at Perth Craft Beer Festival. So they had Bar Pop. Oh, I think Bar Pop is the pop-up bar at the Craft Beer Festival. Okay. From I mean, when, no, from when I it was... It makes sense. So as this guy's got a bar pop glass, and I think from when I was at WA Craft Beer Week mm. a few years ago, I'm pretty sure bar pop was the bar there. So that makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, number three, works surprisingly. Nice bit of peppercorn makes it like a spicy sour. Really strange, but I back it. Four stars. 
All right. Um, what do we think about this? This bold experiment in beer style. I'm giving it a three point seven five. Usually, you know, a good, a well, well crafted Kolsch is a you know, three and a half for me. I need some wood drink again to get my own style. But yeah, this works. So yeah, the ingredients give it a knock up to a three point seven five. I really like it. Probably one of the best Kolsch's I've had. Yeah, I think it's really. I mean, just yeah, I kind of don't really sort of think about the fact that it is Kolsch. I think you know, I actually don't mind Kolsch's either. I don't like them that much at this time of year, but I I don't mind a Kolsch like if if it's like hot outside and I'm looking at my lagery. So yeah, I I think three point seven five is is fair also. So I will go with that. I'm going to go with three point five. Not that it matters in this scenario. I. I I like it. It's interesting, but I think the lack of carbonation really lets it down. But um, and I mean, I definitely drink it again. But it just it, it it kind of reminds me of like flat lemonade. Yeah, you'd want to try it on tap. Yeah, and properly carbonated would be better. Mm. But I don't think my score would change. Right. I feel like it. Yeah, I feel like it's lacking something. Obviously, um, but interesting. Um, good work on the Kolsch front, people. Um, we'll be back with one more beer. And we are on to our second beer. And our second beer is one that... So, when I opened Paul's fridge earlier, this were, uh, I immediately picked up this beer without really knowing that it was uh, going to be one that we drink. It is... It's from Rocky Ridge. Um, in collaboration with... Guaylo Guay, Guay, They're a Hong Kong brewery oh. Guaylo means white devil Ah, okay um, It is the custard a custard tart stout And it is a very, very cool label um, It's uh, Strangely, it's also a sticker on top of this So we can t- peel that off no. as well So it's behind it um, Although I have, I have a feeling it's just going to be completely empty um, Because I think they always use stickers but um, so the, uh, uh, as per usual, Rocky Ridge and knock it out of the park in terms of their uh, labeling. So uh, this one is, uh, okay, so it's freshly brewed, freshly grown. This beer was inspired by an iconic dessert in Hong Kong. Um, a rich pastry flavor works in harmony with a huge amount of vanilla and brown sugar to create a deeply satisfying dessert in a glass. Um, and then they have um, their We Love Cans um, thing because it's fresher, it's lighter, and it's greener. And they've got little symbols as well. I mean, uh, if, if I was going to be sold just on a um, label, um, you know, I'd give this five stars. As per usual, very good work, Rocky Ridge. But has anyone actually sipped this while I've been banging on? I have. What are our first, first impressions? I like it. It's quite nice. Um, yeah, so right on that like borderline between like those like quite thin bodied stouts and like a really like full bodied like in your face stout, but yeah. it's it's mm. it's good though. Like it, yeah, it's it's flavor's pretty balanced. Um, not really getting the custard out of it. So I, I can definitely taste those vanilla-y custard. Vanilla, yes, but like, yeah, I mean, I guess I just have in my head like what a custard tart should taste like, mm, and it doesn't mm, taste like yeah. that. Um, for one, there's no pastry in this. Well, no, so no, that, that, that's problematic. <laughs> no, no adjuncts. I yeah. guess they've not mm. gone down that route. They've used, mm. well, not, you know, not over the top sort of stuff, I should say. Yeah. Mm. 
But no, I mean, I, I like it. This is not to rag on it in any way. I, I, quite, I quite like this beer. It is, it is good. Yeah, yeah, pastry, as we decided with the um, discovery with the pie series, is a hard flavour to replicate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, and what, what was the, with, the, with the, the apple pie beer, it was like, yeah. Um, well, What's we, your malt? It's your yeah. malt, yeah. But, we, and, but, we can't, and, but if you want apple, yeah, you can't do it. You can't, well, put, you apple can't put apple you got to do spices. Probably don't want butter in there either. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's a good point. You put flour in there, make it hazy. Mm. Um, yeah, it's... it's yeah, like, hazy stout, probably probably hazy a waste stout. of time. <laughs> although, although didn't, didn't Moondog flaunt that as being like... Um, that, like they brought out a beer that was like um, a hazy stout? Uh, probably. What's, what's that one that um, Mr. West and Three Ravens have? I don't know. Have done that one that's like all the styles? What's it called? It's called like Peak Hype and like the style. It's just like basically um, the initials of all the styles. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't I know. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I saw it in Perth of all Man. places, but um, I haven't seen it here yet. But I haven't for it here. It's like, that, it's like that bloody Too Old beer that had um, like, was it Too Old? It had like the thousand different um, uh, things Ah, yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, are Raven right. still um, cross-brewing with MASH? Is it MASH or that were? Well, MASH owns them. Yeah. Right, well, that'd be a yes then. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. <laughs> um, anyway, this is this is nice. Yeah. It's so the beer's cold. Yeah. Ah, no, go on. That's why it's cold. Um, yeah, I can't. T-C-D-H-W-G-S-C-B-B-M-O-S Nipa. <laughs> so I just like the fact that it ends in Nipa. <laughs> but it is listed as a as a as a Nipa. Okay. Under style, so. <laughs> Uh, we, we all knew that sooner or later. I suppose it's quite um, good. Sooner, sooner or later, the style world would um, just be like taking the piss out of. So, um, what are people saying about this beer? Like specifically, this beer, not the other. Not the peak. Not the peak of that. Mm. Um, people are saying Adam at Thirsty Camel. Uh, is that that Thirsty Camel like the bottle? Yeah, Thirsty yeah, Camel. Yeah. I guess yeah. so. I didn't think they would sell this there. Oh. Hot damn. As- aside from those with coffee, which have a special taste place in my heart, this is the tastiest stout I've come across. 4.5 out of 5. It's fighting words. Yeah. That's a huge rating. Mm. Uh, Rob Lugton. It's nice, and I get the custard tart influence. Not what I was expecting, though, but still gave it 4 out of 5. Yeah, it's definitely out over here. A lot of people checking in from Victoria. Hmm. Um, Nicar at Main Liquor. Creamy, thick, very good. Vanilla, 4.5. It definitely has vanilla, vanilla beans in it, according to the ingredients. Uh, BMK at BMK's 40th birthday. Ah, oh, there we go. Multiple cans of it. It looks like they may have had four cans of it, judging by the little thingy on the top. I don't get the custard at all. It is sweet, slightly chocolate stout. Not, but nice, but not what I expected or wanted. 3.75. This is a weird one. Tash L doesn't taste like a custard tart, but a tasty stout, and then gives it two out of five. <laughs> maybe they've just got really, really hard ratings. Well, maybe they were just really looking forward to a custard tart. It's like, this doesn't fucking taste like the thing on the can. <laughs> you are. Uh, Maya and Carla, very smooth and sweet. Custard, yep. Stouts, yep. 3.25. <laughs> Harsh. Chris P, didn't get custard, but maybe I wasn't supposed to. A good sweet dessert style stout, 3.75 out of 5. Oh, yeah, there's the one that you just saw. Michael M, 
Decent yellow custard flavor. Some sweetness, but still a roasty, drying finish. Not exactly a diabetes pastry style. <laughs> Quite balanced. Four stars. Uh, Julian M. Vanilla chocolate caramel bomb. Bloody lovely. 4.25 out of 5. But if... Um, I know I ask this question a lot, but if that you weren't told that it was a custard tart beer... Would you think of it, custard tart? No. Um, Sarah and Dan M at Boilermaker House. Vanilla chucks that at the start, amazing custody finish, 4.75. And then they've commented on their own post. Large carbon footprint though. Missed the release at Darlene's, flew over to Melbs, possibly with the keg. <laughs> uh, Sean E at Kappa's Dungeon of Zestiness. That, uh, that place rears its head again. Is it? I, I assume that isn't actually a real place. I assume it's someone's house. Yeah. Uh, really good, smooth, velvety, and very tasty. 4.5 out of 5. That's some big ratings for this beer. Like, really big ratings. Yeah. Not ones I entirely agree with, but um, definitely big ratings. All right, give us a couple more. Um, Sheldon C. Enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would. A sweet, slightly eggnoggy stat with little notes of toasted malt. 3.75. Wait, is there an eggnog stat out there? There would be. There must yeah, be. There'll right, like, right. be, be a billion of them. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. The moment I said it's like, of course there is, Chris. Uh, Mark O, the flavours are all there, but it's a little too thin to carry them. Probably needs more texture to be more desserty. 3.75. I would, I would agree with that. Oh. Look. Yeah, first checking if this beer was uh, on the 1st of September this year, so there are not that many uh, comments. Which is which is rude to people. All right, uh, one more, one more. One more. I just exited out of it. I, I go on. Um, no, I don't. I already read that one. <laughs> All right, people. What do we think about this beer? No, I like it. I um, you know, I I kind of know where you're going, but I yeah, I I think this is quite good. I'm I would definitely drink it again. It doesn't taste like a custard tart, but that doesn't really impact it that much for me. I'm going to give it three point seven five. I think it deserves more than a three and a half, but it's not a four. I'm the same, exactly the same. This is a beer that I think's got some. It's got some potential. Like it's it's a very nice beer, but I think yeah, if this they is do- one that needs to be made again and tweaked, tweaked, tweaked. Mm. Yeah. So the Kaizen, you know, approach. Mm. And I reckon it could be, yeah, a very, very yeah. good beer. Make it imperial, like, you know, do something cool with it. Yeah, well, can you imagine going mm. down the from last week's episode? Oh, yes. So well, that the, sort of really The sludge beast route. With these sort of flavours? That, that would be... You'd have to do it, but you'd have to, like, do it in a way that it then just didn't just actually really taste like a custard tart. <laughs> custard tart, because, like, if I want to eat a custard tart, I want to eat a custard tart. I don't want to drink, like, a pint of custard mm. tart. That's not... That's, that's not, not a, custard tart. That's not okay. But I, I actually, yeah, I'm, I actually agree. I think it's three point seven five. I would not go above that for it, but it's it's ambitious, and I like the fact that they've tried to push things a little bit. So I think three point seven five. Um, but yeah, it it, it it to me, it's I do think um, the thinness lets it down, um, but. And again, I mean, it's it's bloody ambitious to do. So, I mean, good on them for doing it. Good on them. Good on them. So, this has been the Brunswick Beer Collector for another week. Uh, 
we've been drinking the Rocky Ridge beer and we've been drinking the Boston beer. Um, we have been uh, Chris Jordan. We've been uh, Paul Christoph. Until next time. We've been Jeffrey G. Catch you next some unit of time. Um, and we'll talk to you all next week. Thank <laughs> you.